Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. This is a time of year when the holidays are fast approaching. I want you to begin now thinking about what you need to give God thanks for as we come into this season of Thanksgiving. This year, I want to spend more time sharing with you the importance of gratitude and thankfulness to God for all that he has done. And you are still standing after all we've been through politically with the viruses, with floods and fires and waters and freezes. We ought to be thankful to God for his goodness towards us. Call a family member, call a friend, and join us in this broadcast as we talk about our thanksgiving to God for what he has done. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. Part of the praise and the worship is our thanks and our expression to God for who he is. That's why people rush to get here before his praise starts. That's why there's a line in the foyer trying to get into the sanctuary before we even hit the first note because people are so interested in coming in and not missing an opportunity to lift our voices and to give God some glory and some praise. That's why you can't hardly find a seat in here before 10 o'clock. Because we understand, I'm not just going to look up there and see if they're going to, what song they're singing. I'm coming to get in on praising God for who he is and what he's done. I'm going to lift my voice. I'm going to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. That's what that's all about. Praise and worship and singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs is my act of worship and thanksgiving unto the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercies is everlasting. That's not just a song. So you got to get past the words of just looking and reading and start getting in on that whole thing. Oh, I'm giving thanks unto the Lord God, my creator, for he is good. That's when you get into worship. That's when you get into praise. It's not singing. That's the difference between singing and praising. Singing is just mouthing the words. Praising is entering in with your spirit and your heart, with the heart of thanksgiving and blessing the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I ain't still thinking about what happened yesterday when I come in and begin to say, Lord, I'm coming into your presence with thanksgiving and I'm entering your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. I ain't thinking about yesterday and I'm not thinking about where I'm going after church. I come to bring you my praise. I come to let you know that I know that you've been good to me. I'm letting you know that I know. In fact, you ought to be doing that before you get here. You ought to be warming up in the car. Hallelujah. Before you leave home, you ought to be warming up. Mm -hmm. Father, you can preach however you want to at your own house. Well, Lord, mm. just have you a good time. It's ought to be between you and God. Not, if this is the only time you ever sing a praise song, you need to start over. Yeah. It's the only time you bring worship when you come in here, you need to start over. Because I know that you can't come in here and get in 
right in the middle of the song and, 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 and be connected. You got to be connected before you get here. You don't know any worship songs that you have that just come up saying, yes, Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Go back to what you learned when you were a kid. But you ought to have a worship. You ought to have a praise in your heart because of your thanksgiving unto God. And come in with it. When I get some church folks, I'll talk to them. We're coming to worship. We're coming to give thanks. We're coming to give praise. That's what, that's what uh, enlightened God's heart. He inhabits the praises of his people because his praise is reflective of our thanks. Thank you, Lord. You've been so good to me. Thanksgiving is a vital element of worship. Ephesians 5.19 says, speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Speak to one another with that. (laughs) Encourage one another with that. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Sing and make music in your heart. That's different from being in your head. This is in my heart. It's in my heart, this melody that I'm singing to the Lord. It's in, as a song in my heart that I'm just blessed the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. You ought to be walking around in your house sometime, just you and God, singing a song. If instead of watching all the stuff on TV and all the, the hip-hop wives and the wives of Atlanta... All that stuff like that, and you're trying to sort through all of that stuff. You ought to just say, no, it's going to be between me and God. I'm going to change it. I'm getting a little bit depressed. I'm finna break that spirit of depression. I'm getting, getting a little oppressed. I'm starting to feel a little sad. Well, I'm, I know what to do when I feel sad. I'm going to put on the garment of praise that breaks the spirit of heaviness. I'm going to begin to praise and thank God for what he's already done. See, when you begin to do that, the enemy begin to get his little stuff and get on out the way. Because he knows that the Spirit of God is going to be coming any moment when you start praising. Colossians 3.16 says this, Let the word of Christ dwell in your heart, dwell in you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude, in your heart. So I'm encouraging all of us. This is, this is not something that you have to wait to join the choir to do. You do this on your own. You, with songs and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude. Whereas in your heart. We need people that have a heart of worship. I came to worship. See, when you come to worship, then you, you don't have to come to church. See, a lot of folks come to church, but they don't come to worship. They're just coming to the building. No, this ain't just church. The the building ain't church. This worship is church. I'm coming to worship with worship in my heart. I'm coming to meet with God. I'm coming to to adore. I'm coming to um, to, to lift him up, to magnify, to adore. And, And as I adore him up, whatever he brings down to me, I'm receiving it and enjoying it. So I'm enjoying my time with the Lord. This is a joy of the Lord. Verse 17 and 
Colossians 3 says, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So we ought to thank God publicly, and we ought to thank God privately. We ought to thank him publicly, and we ought to thank him privately. Paul's prayer for thanks of his churches were frequently expressed in his letters, not just in his private devotion. They were clearly intended as a public affirmation of encouragement and continued praiseworthy behavior. Let's praise the name of Jesus. Come on, exalt the Lord with me. Let us magnify his name together, David says. Come and exalt the Lord with me. Let us magnify his name together. For this, this thankful spirit, Paul says in Thessalonians, is the will of God, is his desire in Christ Jesus. It is the will of God displayed in us, and that's what God wants. God is looking for people who are thankful, who are gratitude for gratitude, who has this heart of thanks and can display that no matter what you're going through. As we contemplate and look back over our lives, we can point out things that we are thankful for. I've encouraged you to take some time to begin to look back and to document, write out, some of the things that you've been thankful for throughout the years of your life. Go back as far as you can remember. There are significant things that have happened in your life. What am I thankful for? Write it down. Look at it. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Then you can see what God has done. Make a list. But I want to share with you just a few things about God that we should always remember. And then give that conscientious thanks for. These are some things that I just want you to write down. This is why we thank God. Number one, we thank God because he is good. You'll see this refrain throughout the scripture. First Chronicles 16 says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. His love endures forever. Give thanks to God because he is good. Come on, say he's good. God is a good God. He gives good things to his children. He's always looking out for us. He's never doing something that's going to be to our detriment. He's always looking to bless us. Even when he corrects us, he's looking to bless us. God is good. I want to thank him because he is Good. We don't have to be so scared we're going to run from him every time we hear him because he's trying to mess us up. God is trying to clean us up and get us in the right direction. We want to thank him because his love endures. Forty-one times in the scripture we see that. His love endures forever. His love endures no matter what. No matter how we respond, he still loves us. No matter what's going on in our life, he still loves us. When we mess up, he still loves us. His love endures forever. We thank him because of his love for us. The Bible says he's demonstrated his love for us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us when we weren't right. We couldn't get it right. 
He didn't wait for us to try to get it right. He says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send the sacrificial gift to you even though you don't deserve it, even though uh, you can't be right on your own, but I'm going to send my son to die for you while you were yet sinners. Don't you, don't, aren't you glad that he doesn't wait for us to get right before he get right with us? Because he'd still be waiting for us to get everything right. He would still be waiting. Because as soon as we get one thing right, there's something else sticking out that needs to be adjusted. We thank God because of his righteousness. The psalmist said in Psalm 7, I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness and will sing praise to the Lord most high. I will thank God because he is right and he is righteous. He is just. And whenever he rules on our behalf, he's going to be right. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I am thankful that you have taken your time to listen to us as we have shared messages with you on the importance of being thankful in all things. There are a lot of things that could go wrong in our lives, and for some of us, we've had some tremendous challenges. But let's give God thanks for who He is and what He has already done. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good and his mercies is everlasting. If you would like to hear this word of encouragement again, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. You can listen to today's message or previous messages that you've heard on this broadcast. And as we are in this season of Thanksgiving and getting ready to go into the end of the year, this is a good time to reset yourself. You may have been distanced and may have felt a little isolated during the past couple of years. I invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World in person. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161. Old Humble Road. So come and be our guest. God is doing some amazing things. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. And then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus for Sunday school books, Bibles, study materials, communion supplies, and whatever you need. Call us at the Beacon, 281 441 2885. Again, that's 281 441 2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.